Welcome back to another episode of the Culture Capture Spotlight Podcast, and today I'm with Baja Banks. Hey, y'all. Hey, Thank you for sitting down with me today. Um, we're a few days removed from Summer Smash, which we'll talk about later. Um, that's why this episode's dropping a day late, but um, again, yeah, thanks for sitting down with us, and just kind of tell the listeners who don't already know who you are, just like what you do, and a little bit about yourself. Hey y'all, my name is Baja Banks, aka Big Bank, aka the Queen of Chicago, and I am a artist. I'm a hip hop artist, but I also do make a lot of different music. So like when did you first get involved with music? Like can you um can you like think back to when you first started making music? So I can't I can't okay, so making music, I recently just started like a year and a half ago but i've always been like I don't, I don't really want to say doing music like you know i've always been kind of musically inclined because when i was younger i used to sing in the choir i used to do musical theater i used to play the piano the alto sax so it's like always been a thing in my life but i never really took it seriously like now so when i did the So Brooklyn challenge because my friends peer pressured me into doing it and into posting the video on my Instagram. I got such like a good like good feedback and I'm really shy. People be thinking I'm not shy because I get a lot of attention, but I do not. I have this thing where like I don't like to fail in front of people, so I was kind of scared to take that leap. But once I did that and I seen all the good reviews, I was like, you know, maybe I really could do this. Let me keep pushing. So, like, how were you around music a lot growing up? Like, what, and just, like, in your life in general? Like, what, who was putting it in front of you? And, like, just where were you kind of, like, seeking out for it, I guess? My my grandfather is really big on playing instruments. He actually plays the flute and the clarinet. It's so weird. Um, that Because he doesn't, I, I would have never thought that if he didn't tell me, but he always has to bring it out. Because I'm like, Grandpa, this does not seem like you. He's like, no, I love this. So he always um, stressed the importance of me needing to at least know how to play one, one instrument. So he's the same way like with my daughter. Like He's like, she needs to get in piano lessons. We need to put her in something. But I always liked performing, per se. So, like, when I want, say I want to do something, my grandparents would always push me to do it. My mom would push me to do it. My brother used to sing a lot when I was younger. And my mom always played music in the house, like, even cleaning. Like, she loves, loves Jill Scott. So, like, at a young age, I was singing the craziest songs. where <laughs> People are like, how do you, how do you know what that is? And I'm like, because everyone in my family just listens to music. I don't know what it is. I was like, we just love it. It's calming. How like, much you know? does that how much does that kind of help? Um, especially like now that you're like a serious artist and you and like this is your career and like livelihood. How much did that help? I think the fact that I listened to so much different music as a kid that it made me more open to um going you know outside my comfort zone because while i do make hip-hop music i also make pop music i make r&b like i can make soul music like it's just depending on my vibe at the time and so i think me being open and exposed as a kid really is helping me now because i don't want to box myself in and just be like oh i'm just a rapper because that's not who i am 
like how many and how many instruments did you do you think you could play i mean i know you said you didn't take them like that seriously but like give or take how many do you think you could pick up and like put down a quick melody on i honestly still remember how to play certain songs on both of them that was pretty cool like like jingle bells one i remember jingle bells on anything i don't know why but i know the notes by heart but that is the one song that I can play on any one of them, no matter what. You should put your, uh, you should get your grandpa in the studio and make have him make flute melodies and like loops. That look, I would I would love that, but he's gonna be like, no, my grandpa's gonna be like, I'm too old now, baby. You have to convince him otherwise. Like, I do. Grandpa. I literally just kind of told him that I was that I was a rapper when they were putting these articles out on me. He still didn't know yet. Like my grandma knew. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know, and once they were going to do the Chicago Tribune articles, I was like, I got to tell him because this man reads the paper every day. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you probably had to let him know before he saw you. Uh, yes, I was like, oh, my God. My grandma was like, so you told him? You told him? She's like, great. Do I, do I have to say I knew, or are we still? I'm like, oh grandma. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, they had to go like behind the behind doors. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So, what was it like? I mean, you said like this past like year and a half is like you've been taking it more seriously. Like, what were kind of some of the first like beginning steps and stages to like getting you Tribune articles and getting you like big placements and opportunities? So when I started, I, I didn't I didn't have a manager. I literally was just making. I would just go to the studio every day and just make music and who's my manager now, Stacey Gray, she actually was doing project management for me because she's also my cousin. Oh. And literally she was kind of, she was like kind of taking a step back from managing artists because um, she's had some difficulties. <laughs> like with, you know, some people don't want to listen. So she was like, I don't really want to go jump back into management right now. So I was like, okay, can you just do my project management? And she was fine with that. And then she actually brought Brianna Gatlin, which is Swank PR, on to the team. And that's how I met Brianna. Like, I had met Brianna before, but never in a um, work setting, I guess you could say. So we had just been, it's just been the three of us just, you know, pushing music on our own. And we started getting looks because initially I was doing bottle service Mm -hmm. in the clubs. And so I was getting a lot of support from my club, which is Club O in the verse. So they would be playing my music or they would make sure that like everybody was posting my stuff, which also got me like a lot more looks in the city and in the burbs because the club is actually in the suburbs. So I started getting more attention and I I started dropping videos and everybody was like, oh my God, like I didn't know you could rap. I didn't know. And I'm like, I never really ever said I was a rapper. I was just said I could do anything I put my mind to. And so whenever I, I go out on like a limb like this, I gotta like really do my best and push it because I told you I don't like to fail. So I just literally the city just started supporting me and then I got the feature from Channel, obviously, and that gave me another big up, especially my city, especially being that he is from the city and that started getting me more radio play. Even before him, I was getting radio play on like my song Need That, but the radio play that I got on Shake That Ass really skyrocketed me and it it helped a lot more people even outside of Chicago see me, which then blogs and, you know, 
people like you started reaching out to my PR or they would DM me and I would send them to my PR. And I don't know, like my PR has been doing a great job. Like she's really been working her ass off, pushing me to the max. Like I can't, I, I really, I can't even take all the credit because really Brianna is going crazy. Yeah, Brianna's dope. Brianna's super raw. Yes, like, I she, love she's, her. She's fun to work with, and like she's super nice yes, too. And I like a I, vibe. Yeah, I definitely yes. appreciate working with her. Um, and it's cool. Like I, it's raw that you just gave like her a lot of like love there because it's like you yeah, don't have I, many I artists that don't. do that too. Yeah. Um, and just because it's like it's hard work. Like it's really hard work trying to just like deal with the bullshit, get through it. You know what I mean? Smile on your face and get what you need um to like work and um that's super raw and like again you were talking about the chance feature and like how did that how did that come out and like come about i mean and how how did, did you meet him and like in the studio like how, how did that all go over so we actually went to high school together so i've known him for years that's easy <laughs> so i was just actually in one of our friend's studios recording a different song and he came in and he was listening to my music he was like how did you get so raw so fast and I'm like, I don't know, like, <laughs> once I hear a beat, like, if I like it, I know what I want to say. Like, I just be going. He was like, damn. And then I played him Bay actually. And he was initially going to get on Bay. He was like, yeah, let me get on this song. And I happened, I, he was trying to, like, you know, figure out how he was going to go on it. And Kirsten, his wife, was there also. And I played Shake That Ass for her. I, I told him, I was like, don't listen to this. You know, this is for the ladies. Because a lot of songs that I made, I have a lot of friends that are dancers, like, from working in the clubs. So I used to purposely try to make songs that, like, you know, they could dance to. Mm-hmm. And so I played this song. And he was like, no, no, no. This is the one. Let me, this is the one. Let me get on this one. And that's literally how it happened. That's wild. So, like, what? So, you really went to high school with him. Were you, like, cooling with him in high school and, like, like chilling with him? Yeah, a lot? We, 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 we really used to have classes together, even though he was, like, much older than me. Cause, you know, when you're in high school, it seems like a difference between, like, freshman and senior year. <laughs> yeah. We used to have theater class together. <laughs> so, what was he like? What was he kind of like in theater class? I mean, it makes sense because, you know, he's he's an entertainer. So, yeah, no, um, very entertaining, silly, goofy all the time. That's super Literally, cool. used to be ducking out, leaving. We like sometimes, uh, like a couple of us would leave and go to the lunchroom because it's like this little side door that used to be right there. And then the teacher would come in, like, where's where is everybody at? Like, mad. And we're like, <laughs> But everybody else always got back before him. He used to not care. <laughs> no, that's cool. And um, how long, like, you just dropped Big Bank, which is your debut album. Um, yes, 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 yes. How, I'm so excited. How much work did you put into that, um, like, leading up to dropping it? You know what I mean? Like, how, how much time did you put in and spend into, like, crafting that album to the way it is that we see today? So some of these songs that are on Big Bank, I've had for a minute, probably for like, Kube was one of my first songs I made. Need that on there. That was the second song I ever made. Like some of these songs are older and some of these songs are new, but I just hadn't given like, I it was they're like my babies. So I always want to protect them. I'm like, they have to be A1 before I just put them out there because I really need people to feel them. I need them to enjoy them. So some of them I were keeping I was keeping. So I could really say I guess I've really been working on it for at least a year. 
I wasn't sure if I was ever going to drop a project yet. And so I think that's another reason why most EPs have like four to five songs. And if you notice, mine has 12 songs on it mm. because I felt like I had so much music and good music at that, that I wanted to give it all out. But like, of course, I kept some stuff under wraps. But I was like, the pandemic really slowed us down. And, you know, I came out at like the beginning of the pandemic, literally. Yeah, so, so have you been growing we, a lot during out. the pa- pandemic? Like, how much is that? Do you feel like has that helped a lot to grow as an artist or has it made So it I'm going to stay in the beginning. No, it didn't. It didn't really help me because, you know, people want to be outside. I think that since we started opening back up and I started doing shows, it helped me a lot more than the beginning of the pandemic. And that's due to the fact that, um, you know, some people didn't know me my, or some people might not know my genre. Like, and so being able to be seen by different crowds helped really, you know, give me that platform that I needed. And even though we open and we close and we open and we close, it's provided me more opportunities. Like I even just did a show in Miami doing Rolling Loud. I've never done a show outside of Illinois before that show. So like that was another thing that was really big for me. You were on Rolling Loud? No, I wasn't on Rolling Loud. I did a show. I got booked at a club, 11. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. yo, I didn't know you did Rolling Loud. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. But look, manifesting, manifesting. No, yeah, you're still, there, you're still performing yeah. on like after shows there. It's still like, that's still a big yeah. thing, So That's why I was like, well, and I've had a lot of labels reach out to me. I had labels reach out to me when I first dropped Meet That Like. The week I dropped it, I had a label reach out to me instantly. Yeah. So I think that me just being more exposed, even since Miami, I've had a lot more of them reach out to me. So I just think that I can't really say that it hurt me, but it did, you know, stall. It was a little stall at the beginning. But now since they've allowed us to be open back up, I, you know, hit the ground running full speed. I'm not stopping. Yeah, that's cool. And like, um it just sounds like with the pandemic it sounds like again obviously like the first couple months like nobody was doing anything until like may or june but it it sounds like you were able to really just like lock in some cool moves and like smart moves over the last like year yes i definitely was so maybe you know it's, it's not all bad i know everybody hates the being inside but i guess it wasn't all bad because it also gave me time you know like be in the studio because you know like when outside's open everybody wants to be outside all the time your friend's gonna be outside you're outside in the club having fun getting drugs yelling where's the voice you hear me right now i'm so hoarse because i had a great time that's how you know summer smash was a great time the way i sound yeah no i I, i'm the same way too i'm definitely feeling the effects of summer smash like my sleep schedule is overly messed up from it too and that's when you know again it's just like you're doing a lot of stuff like that's that's the thing that's fun about like our industry is like yeah like the <laughs> the pain we feel from having like a shitty schedule or like you know we got to be up early yes, it's the reward. Be up late is, yeah the awards are great and it's like it's i feel like it's important to know too like you're fully independent right like you're a completely independent artist. yes i am i am a fully independent artist yes i am and is it is it a goal like do you want to be on a major label one day or do you take a lot of pride in being like a fully independent artist i so i'm not i'm not gonna lie like you know everybody's always like yeah i want to say independent yeah 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 to like 
the goal is not to stay independent. I'm not insane. Like, I know it takes a machine, especially me being a new artist. I started off with three people on my team, including myself. So my team has grown since then. I've got some more management on team. I hired some more PR. And so I do understand that it does take a machine, but I also understand that sometimes the machine you need is a label, especially starting off. Like, you see a lot of bigger artists um, that say, like, you know, oh, stay independent. Yeah, I regret yada, 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 because I went through this. But now I have millions of dollars and millions of followers, and and they really listen to my music. They love yada, yada. But, like, you know, you had that push. So I think sometimes you, some people lead artists astray because they say, don't go to a label. Sometimes a label is what you need just because you need that machine. I'm not saying stay with a label full out, but like you need that push, you need that help. Everybody can't make it independent. Now I'm not saying that, you know, obviously there are people that do it, Chance, i.e., but everybody can't make it independent. And it's a lot, a lot of people need that platform for other people to even see them because we do, people say like, you know, Instagram, for example, like, Oh, you know, it's so easy to get out on Instagram. Yeah, it is. But you really kind of have to have the total, like, package for that to work. And even then, sometimes the way these algorithms work, they're working against us. Like how they shadow ban people or stop your content from being seen. Or mm-hmm. if somebody reports you, even if it's not explicit content, you know, they shadow ban you. Mm-hmm. So it's like it could be you beefing with somebody and them just constantly reporting your stuff that blocks you. So there's so much now in social media that's going against the artist that I think that a label might be a good start. And so I do want to sign with a major. Um, I had a lot of labels that reached out to me and I promised myself I was not going to really entertain them until after Big Bang dropped because I felt like I had so much to offer. Like one of the labels that came to me, they sent someone to me and he and he heard my catalog and he's like, I just don't think that they know what you're capable of yet. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be thirsty to jump into a label and take a bad deal. Like I want what's best for me. The goal, I want, I want my own imprint. That is really the goal. I need a big bank records. Like that'd be hard. I need it. I need my own imprint so that, that I can also help. Like I know other artists, a lot of artists in Chicago, especially female artists that don't get the shine or the flowers that they deserve because one, the music industry is so hard, especially on women and especially for women coming out of Chicago. We don't get a lot of push like the male artists that are here do. And I think that's a big issue. And so I would love to give some of those ladies, you know, that time to shine because they are, I've collabed with them. They are really good. And it's a lot of people outside of the city and even inside of the city that haven't gotten to see what they have to offer. Also, like, I can't admit, I get a lot of flack for everybody's like, it was so easy for you. Like, you just started. We've been doing this for six and 10 years. And it's like you came out of nowhere. But I really did work hard for this. And I see other ladies that are working hard too that haven't had it as easy as me. So I really want to give them that chance to shine. Yeah, I, I was gonna like it was in my notes to bring up later, like how a lot of like, oh, no, I'm sorry. women. No, no, I mean it's fine. Um, it's completely fine. How like 
a lot of women rappers in Chicago really don't get a spotlight and don't get um, attention. And like, I wanted to know how you've you've had to like get over that hurdle and and almost kind of why there's a hurdle there um, in the city that's just like kind of enthralled in like rap and just music in general. Yeah. Now this is what I'm gonna tell you. Our city, you know, we're we're really we have a lot of talented artists, but the majority of our artists that make it out of here, like, you know, they come out with the drill sound. And a lot of them happen to be men. So because we're trying so hard to compete with the men, because these labels and these media outlets will come in and they'll say, Okay, we'll take ten guys, but there can only be one girl and she has to be it. She has to be everything we want in one. We're not gonna work on building her like no she has to have it all so one that's a big issue that becomes a problem for us and it also pits the women in our city against each other like if you notice a lot of male artists collab out here but it's very rare for women and a lot of that is because these people like be having us at each other's throats and it doesn't make sense to me like it turns some of us into mean girls and i'm not a mean girl so like I don't like that, but I'm also like, you can't, you can't bully me. So <laughs> it's like, and then we feel like we have to be so hard because the men are like so hard and we're trying to compete with them because they're treating us like men. They're like, so we're like, we feel like we have to be gangster rapping all the time. Or like when we come out, we have to be really hard. We can't be soft. And so when I did come out being, as some would say, overly sexy, I was, it was me being myself. Like, that I'm very comfortable with myself. I'm very comfortable with my body. Like, people will tell you I'm obsessed with myself because I'm always in my mindset, like, if I don't love myself, who will? So I didn't try to conform to the aspect of only making drill music, and that's why I came out with a softer side. And so when labels come to me, they're like, you're a breath of fresh air because we get a lot of women coming out trying to be so hard or trying to have attitudes and be mean, and you're just like... I'm fun, like I'm airy. Like I don't know, like I'm I just kinda go with the flow. I don't I don't like being mad. I don't like having an attitude. Like I just wanna make music that people can turn up to yeah. and listen to. So I kinda try to bring a new vibe, new wave vibe to the city to like show the other female artists like you guys don't have to try and compete with these men because I'm not competing with these men. I'm not even competing with these women. Like I'm literally competing with myself, like just trying to be the best that I can be. And, but at the same time, showing y'all like, yeah, I can't compete with these men that y'all are putting on these pedestals because I'm going to come up and knock them off. Like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to bring all these ladies up with me and we're going to show y'all like, who really run the city? It's the ladies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's also like important. I wanted to talk about um, something you we were saying with like just the independent artist stuff and how like, I think when you're starting out as an independent artist, it's really hard to be successful because, like, you don't have the money to, like, get a team around you. But, like, once you right. have a team around you, that can, like, separate um, and different tasks and, like, help organize all the, like, 200,000 things you got to do as an artist. Um, it can be way more yeah. successful. And, like, I don't know, you might think that's right or wrong. No, you're 100% right, because let me tell you this. Another another reason why I always have to give kudos to my team, like, you know, not kudos. Why don't you just let me say that? <laughs> why I have to show my gratitude for my team is because when they came on, they were not paid. They worked on the I believe in you, I see what you can do 
Like, it was the I see you. Like, they pushed me off the strength of the the faith that they had in me and in my work ethic. So, like, that's why I say when a lot of people think that I, I got a, like, a, what's the word? I got a cheat code. I really worked. I really did work for this. Like, they had to see it. People don't just offer you stuff for free like that. Like, they really seen the vision and the dream. Like, I would get up every morning and be in the studio at 9 o'clock in the morning. Like, up. And I would drive my baby off at school. I would go to the studio. I was in school at the same time. So I I got a daughter. I was a college student. And I'm making time for studio. I was, like, all over the place. So, like, people don't see the behind the scenes of how hard it is for an independent artist. And that you really do need a team. I, I can honestly say I would not have gone this far without having a team. So I really, really appreciate them coming on in the beginning as unpaid because without them, I wouldn't be here. No, that's that's cool. And it's, it's nice to see, like, and hear that you just had, like, a lot of people just believe in you in a way and just yes, kind of, like, Yes, yes, it chance. feels good. Yeah, that's cool. And, like, I think we can kind of transition into Summer Smash, talk about the festival a little bit. Um, yes. Again, we're, like, for the listeners, we are, like, fresh off the heels of the whole weekend. Um, and it was a it was a wild weekend. But, like, before we t- even talk about, like, the day itself that you performed and everything, how much time in advance did you know that you were going to be on the card? Because I remember reaching out to you when I saw it um, posted and – like the lineup was released and you were on it. I, I hit to go, congrats, like this is super dope, you know? And you were in good spirits. And I, I might've asked you at the time, but I, I just, I honestly just don't remember. No, it's fine. So let me tell y'all, I got my contract. I got to send in the email. Berto is actually who reached out to me to book me. But so big ups to Berto. I love him. I don't know, you know Berto Solo? He's with, yeah, he's with, he runs Speakerbox, yeah. Yes, yes. I didn't, I, that's why I'm saying like, I don't, I didn't know if everybody know him. So I need to shout out to him too because he really put me on. Like he's always been a really big supporter of me from the beginning. And so he had reached out when I first dropped um, about a different show, I think it was, that he had. And I really appreciate that. You know, we ended up being on lockdown, but I really appreciated that. And then he spent the block for Summer Smash. And I literally got an email the day they were dropping it to sign my contract. I signed my contract the day they dropped it. And they were like, they were like, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna send the um, lineup when it drops. They were like, thanks. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god. So you really found out the day of type of thing that yeah. you were on the lineup. Yes. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Because yes. I, they I had know me with some other friends right I had. Go ahead. No, no. I'm, okay. You go ahead. Um, okay. Um, but some of the like friends that I had on there, like they they had known they were gonna be on it, and like they were in contact with people like on like lyrical side for a few weeks before and it's it's just different for everybody you know so yeah. um and like i i had known like in january that like the headliners were rocky uzi and baby like i i don't know how i knew that information was like was going around but like someone told me and i was at jungle lords at a session and um you know tinley you know michael like i was with him yeah yeah and they like it came up and they were just like yeah it's gonna be asap rocky lil uzi vert and lil baby and like they were saying future was gonna be there this weekend too so like whole time we were thinking future was the special guest not dirk um 
yeah. I, I felt like it was going to be dark because I had just seen that he had, right before Lala, he had got cleared to perform in the city. Mm. And he said he was coming back big. So he did. Yeah, that's super cool. I like. I don't know. It was a, it was a raw. Like there were some really dope sets. Like who were who were? Did you like go and catch any sets? Like before we talk about yes. yours, like who oh were some God. of your favorite just like performers to watch? Don Tolliver went so crazy. He went so crazy. I was like, I have to go to Prism after. I saw Twenty Four K Gold instead. I actually really love his music. He's super so like. Yes, yes, it's super nice. Like he's a vibe for sure. He's a good dude. Uh, he's nice. Yes, no, yes. I see City Girls. I love the City Girls. Carisha was right in front of me. I was fangirling so hard. I was like, oh my god, when they came and let her walk through the front of the pit, the like the front pit part. Because mm-hmm. Bertha was like, they, at first they wouldn't let me right there. Bertha was like, no, 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 come on, come on, I'm gonna let you stand right here. I was like, oh my God, y'all, I love the city girl so much. I don't understand. I see Mulatto perform. I love Big Lotto. Yeah. Going crazy. It was the backup dancers, the energy. Like, I love to see other women perform. Like, it's just like, ah, oh, you know, I perform, I perform with backup dancers. So I love to see women put on a show. Yeah, right. Because I was going to ask too, like, with your, with your set, like, you got a lot of moving parts there. Like you got a whole dance team behind you and like, yes. how is it trying to set that up? Um, and like how much kind of preparation doesn't just go into like the music per se. Um, but mm-hmm. it goes into the dance choreographies and everything. Um, obviously they're hand in hand with each other, but still like how much like work goes into that kind of stuff. So I, ever since the beginning, like ever since I started, I've always had dancers. I don't know what it is, but I'm also a dancer. I did ballet, tap, and jazz for 13 years. Mm. So I do full choreo when I'm performing because I'm one of those people, I'm not going to half-ass anything. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it full out. So we were practicing. I, I probably didn't sleep, like really for real, didn't sleep for two weeks before summer smash we have been practicing for like a month like you know coming up choreo and everything one my um choreographer's name is actually tiara love 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 her tiara and you know my background dancers um we were in there till like three o'clock in the morning on some days like it's hard work every day some days we were there more than once a day and being just even learning how to be comfortable holding, because you know I'm not on my Britney Spears shit. I ain't, I, I still I got the mic in my hand still. Wait till I get the ear sets. Then y'all really gonna see me put on the show. Once I get the little earpiece and I'm out there like Britney Spears, y'all, it's, it's gonna be a show show. Me holding the mic right now is what really hindering my performance, because <laughs> I could I could really do it, and so. I can't wait. Like I love it. I love it so much. Like I really want. I want. Really want to get. I want to get the people pumped. Like I don't just want to be there. Like you know, everybody can't do that. Just be on the stage. Like with the mic. Like I want to dance, and I need the people to dance. So I need them to be pumped. I need my dancers to pump the crowd up so they can really feel the music. Because I choose my own beats. I write my own music. I know a lot of people think I don't or thought I did it, but I actually do. So when I choose a beat, I need to be able to turn up to it without words on it because I need the crowd to feel it. I need my dancers to be able to, if I can't dance to it without it, then the beat's no good. So 
if I'm making a dance song, I need some dancers. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That and it's like, like it's, it's hard work. It I feel like you you definitely have like the dance background. Um you were you did tap and ballet too. Yes. So like was that was that something you were kind of going to do as a career before music, Do you, would you say, or nah? So, you know, when you're a kid, you want to be a million things. I went to the, I want to be an actress. I want to be a singer. I wanted to be a dancer. But And I did dance for so long. A, a big part of um, these extracurriculars that I was always in, my mom used to tell me, idle time is the devil's playground. So they always kept me in stuff, so I was never in trouble. And so I always would, if anything I said I wanted to do, you know, they would make sure I did it. So, like, every dream I had, they would try to push me into it, say, like, you know, because my grandpa used to tell me, if you find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So I had to follow my dreams. (laughs) And I just, I don't know, I think that a lot of things that kept me from really pursuing dance is the fact that at the time, I at the time and even now, I have never been, you know, the size of a prima ballerina as what they what they consider a ballerina, like, you know, perfect ballerina to be. So it, it I guess I was a heavy child. I'm gonna say this right now, I was a heavy child. So I still did it, but I just knew that at the time, well, I thought like, you know, I couldn't break that barrier. And I was also still finding myself because I've been I've been doing ballet since I was like three four years old, so my music came in later and I feel like while dance was my dream, music really became my passion, and that's how I kind of got involved. In it. I told you I wanted to be an actress. I did the acting thing. I used to do commercials when I was younger, and I used to do plays. And with the music coming on, it really helped me go into like musical theater and even with the musical theater I realized that my favorite part wasn't even the lines it was the songs it was the time when I got to really perform and dance and do the songs like I was Veruca Salt in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in a play that I was in Mm -hmm. and my favorite part was the dancing and the singing like it wasn't even the lines (laughs) so like I think that I really found my passion when I found my ear for music. Yeah, that's cool. And it's, I just think like your vast like background with like various entertainment forms, like acting instruments, like all that, I feel like it kind of helped you lead to becoming an artist and then kind of getting this big push and, and putting it together so quickly, you know? Yes. Um, and you, you talked about it earlier. You said it, you have a degree, you finished school. Um, yeah, I got two um, degrees. Wish I had my collegiate degree. I'm working on that still. It sucks. And you keep working because you're gonna be no. It's it's hard. You don't understand. I took my finals on my due date. Like literally the oh, day yeah. my baby oh, was due. Yeah, I took my finals. Then I went to the hospital. Oh fuck! You mean your due date for your daughter? Yes, bro. <laughs> like that was like I I and a, a big thing about it like. When I when I got pregnant and everything, like people were like, "Are you gonna stop going to school?" Or even after I had her, they were like, "Are you gonna take a break?" And I'm like, "No, because if I stop, I'll never finish." So I like I had to keep pushing myself. I was like, "No, so keep pushing yourself, Joe. Like it's worth it. 
I ain't even, I, left, I just graduated in December and I got two degrees. So when I was pregnant, I really was only chasing one. And then like towards the end of my pregnancy, I realized that I wanted to do both. So I added on, I'm like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna knock this out. Cause I told you, I feel like I can do anything I put my mind to. Yeah. So as long as I'm pushing myself, I don't care if nobody else is pushing me. As long as I'm pushing myself, I'm gonna achieve my goal. Yeah, no. I mean, I just have a lot of respect for it because it's, it's just like I know how firsthand, like I know how difficult it is to just do anything music industry and college because like college is a full time job. You know what I mean? So missing classes. I'm right. sitting on set recording and I'm hold up in between break. Like my manager has all the videos. I'll be like, hold on, I'm doing. I'm taking. I'm taking a quiz. I'm taking a test online. Like. They be like, if it's anything, you gonna sit down and do your homework. I said, of course. Yeah, and like whole because time you're, and whole time you're pregnant too, and it's like yes. I can't even imagine <laughs> the. I was uh, sick too, like sick as a dog when I was pregnant. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, and I was just there, my teachers. But I really like my school really helped me. Like I did, like you know, when you miss a certain amount of days, like they try to like mess with you. No, she would be sending my teachers like one of my classes is really important in my degree because I. I do have a W, I got biology and sustainability. And so one of my biology courses that I was taking actually during my pregnancy, like during that last sex, like I was missing courses and she was making sure like somebody could go get my work for me or she would send it. Cause she was like, I don't want you to quit girl. She was like, you are a black woman in America. You are doing it girl. You are doing it. She was like, I'm not, I'm not going to let you fail. Like I'm not going to let you, I'm going to push you. And so I really, she really played a big role in it because that if I failed that class, that it would have, it would have pushed me back. And she was like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna let you fail. I'm gonna make sure you get your work. I'm gonna make sure that you submit it." Because you know, a lot of teachers they don't care. Like they, they be like, "You're a grown up. Like figure it out. Deal with it." Yeah. <laughs> she really like helped me. I would be in class coming in pregnant and she was like, girl, what are you doing here? I'll send you the word. I was like, no, I need to be here. I'm a visual learner. I need to see it firsthand. Yeah. I mean, I, I just can't even imagine, like, I can't even fathom, obviously, because, like, I'm a guy, but, like, that's part of it. But it's just, like, having to have, a like, delivering a child while doing your career while also just living a life and doing, you know, the music industry stuff. Like, that's just a yes. lot on someone's plate so how how old is your daughter like what's your daughter's name like my daughter is four years old her name is blake i love her we call her blizzy now that's her little nickname yes brianna gave her this nickname she'd be like she'd be on the go she'd be ready she'd be like blizzy blake and so now she loves it i'm like that is so cute that's fine so she's four she's full of life she actually models Cool. She is a model. She's been modeling since she was six months old. Oh shit! So you're and it's because when I had her, everybody would always be like, "You got, you need to get her into modeling. You need to get her into modeling. She's so beautiful." Like a woman came up to me in the mall. She's like, "This is the most beautiful child I've ever seen in my life, and I have three kids." I'm like, "Thank you so much." She came out with these popping blue eyes. These blue eyes popping out of her face, and everybody was like, "No, you need to get this baby into modeling." And I literally took her, and they called me. They tell me, like, they take four to six weeks. They told all the parents. They called me the next day and was like, can you please bring her back? Oh, and shit. she's just, like, so full of life. My mom's like, she has my attitude because she loves singing and dancing and performing 
Or like, if she'll hear my song playing, she'll tell my, she'll be like, Titi, Titi, that's my mommy's song. <laughs> and so she loves it. Like, she'll she'll be singing my songs, but like, she knows when not to curse. So like, if it's shake that ass, she'll be like, shake that ah, uh, girl. Shake that, shake that ah, uh, because she knows, like, <laughs> can't curse she'd be having a clean version to all your music yes yes <laughs> she she cleans it herself that's even funny. if she hears the dirty version she yeah. will not curse that's good that you she has discipline she got more discipline than i do probably yes um, yes no she's she's an angel like she people think she's like she's not bad she's so busy like i'll be joking i'm like she's bad i'm like this child is an angel you are so blessed you do not know that i said no i know she's just a little busy and you have like, and you were saying your family can, is there, and like, as a, it seems like they're just around, uh, Blizzy, yes. a lot, and yes. um, and like when you're on the road and stuff too, like I'm like how like I'm assuming you're gonna have you got people there to just help you take care of your dog. Yes, my mom, her dad, my friends. Like I don't, I I never been big on like hiring somebody from the outside to come in and take care of your child because just even growing up. Um, the world is such a crazy place right now. And especially with kids, we have to protect them. So I don't really allow people I don't know and haven't known and don't trust with my daughter. So like my friends watch her, her dad, my mom, her grandmas, like I don't, I don't use like outside sources. Like she does go to school and I never stopped her from going there, but it's a place where they got cameras. Like, I see everything. Her dad's um, sister sent her kids there. So I was like, you know, this is something that we know. So I, I do I do have a really big support system when it comes to taking care of my daughter so that I can do what I do, need to do so that I'm not even just so... Because I know there are a lot of people that have to depend on strangers in this business. And I'm so grateful that I have these people around me that really helped me with my daughter. Like, if I can't make it, I'm running late, or her dad can't make it, he's running late, my friend will literally just, she'll be like, no, it's fine. Like, I'll, I'll go get her from school. I'll go get her right now. I'm leaving out right now. Like, mm. I really, like, have a lot of support, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, what, like, that's a good segue, I guess, to my next question. It's just, like, how how much the support in your life has, like, just been helpful and like i don't think people realize like yo you can have all the support in the world and like all the tools at your hip but if you don't make anything out of it and like work your ass off with it still like you're not gonna get anywhere with it so um a lot of props to you and the people around you for helping like just get you into the situation you're in now and i wanted to talk about like some hobbies just like when you're not doing the you know when you're not raising a child um or you know being an artist and working on choreographies what do you do in your free time like you know are you into fashion streetwear like do you watch sports stuff like that my biggest hobby is being a complete and utter fool with my friends number one we love to just like people think like you know how people want to go out we could literally sit at home together and entertain each other we're insane but of course i love shopping y'all i love clothes i love fashion i don't know if y'all notice when i perform i go all out like me and my backup dancers fits fit period like i'm really big on presentation so i love fashion i love where and i love I'm, i'm big on dressing to my body so i like custom stuff 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I like to go shop in the stores, but I am big on finding designers that people don't know, never heard of, and working with them to come up. You know, we see the vision together. Come up with the looks that I serve to y'all. So I also do, um, I love, I know it sounds so crazy, but <laughs> I've been taking these pole classes. <laughs> I want to know, I need to do all the tricks on the pole because I want to do a video that has that, like, that basis. Like, I'm trying to do some pole tricks in the video. I try to do everything. I have some crazy hobbies. That I really wanted to put one in my house, but where I would put this pole, I have a mini kitchen and I have puzzles and arts and crafts tables for yeah, my daughter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like big don't, block don't. Legos and like I'm just picturing yeah. like a kitchen, a living room, and then just like a, a pole, like a, a dancing pole. You, like. you know, right? It, it'll be insane, and I don't want to expose her to that, so gotta keep that outside of the house <laughs> since that's her play area. And I found a place that gives them out. Yeah. Oh, so my wild. hobbies are are. Yeah, out there. I told you, I'm, I want to experience everything. I want to experience everything life has to offer. Another big hobby that literally, I love skydiving. Oh, shit, really? Yes, I'm trying to go real quick before they close. They always close. I go to Chicago, skydive in Ottawa, Illinois. They always close in, like, October. So I'm trying to go again. I love skydiving. How high do you jump down? Like, how high is it? Like, 10,000 feet or... It might be more. I'm trying to think. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know. Like, How many times um, have you gone? I've gone three times. So yeah. Far. See, fuck that. Like, I can't. Like, I cannot <laughs> skydive. Dog. And, like, and I had they have the cameraman jump with you. So, yeah, like, I, I always have them jump with you. I recorded like. Fuck it's so that. much fun, dude. Yeah, like keep it. Like we need I, to like, go. I need to. I need to take you now. <laughs> bro, I'm no, be... like you can. You okay? So you have to jump three times before you can jump by yourself. But so you're. <laughs> it's like a tandem. So you're attached to a professional. The first time I ever jumped, the man that I jumped with had jumped with Kanye West. Whoa. Like he. That's what I'm saying. Like he is. He was an experienced, real like. I, I wasn't scared at all. Like. You can you can die every day walking down the street. I'm like, so if I'm I'm gonna go out with a bang, like I need to experience everything life has to offer. I don't wanna be scared. Dude, I'm just like that's crazy. So like you went to this place that you go to, like well, a lot of like I'm assuming a lot of like other Chicago people be going through there to go skydiving. I don't so I don't know. I don't know because I've never seen anyone there that I know. Yeah. And I every time I tell people I've gone skydiving, like they think I'm crazy. But like, oh, yeah, like I I I don't know I don't know anybody that's ever been like personally that's ever been there in skydive. I don't either. I don't like at least not in Chicago. Like I like again I'm from yeah. the East Coast. It's not a and, thing like, out here. People love it out there. Like I know people who have done it and like alone. You know what I mean? Like they do they don't yeah. go with another person. I just have a really crappy fear of heights, so I feel like I would like. I'd hate it, but it seems fun. You know what I mean? Like it seems like a good time, um, but it's, it's like amazing. it seems scary at the same time. Like it's just like there's a lot of back and forth with it for me. Um, and well, yeah. they make you take a class, right? Like not a class, it's like a little mini thirty minute, like a seminar thing. Damn near. Yeah, but they because they tell you what to do, what not to do, and when you first go, it's like you're scared. Even if you get all the way up there, they don't, they don't, they won't make you jump if you don't want to. Yeah. So like they'll be like they'll be like even if you get all the way up there and you say you're done we'll bring you back down. 
True. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I like my thing is like I'm not, like I feel like I would be like, all right, yeah, I'm here. Like I gotta jump out, and then I'd be nine thousand or whatever feet up in the fucking sky, being like shitting my pants. Like I just be like great as hell, bro. Well, you need you need to buy one of them suits they got so you can save your clothes for tomorrow at home. <laughs> they gotta have in unit laundry at the plane house or whatever it's called. I have like laundry. campground, so people really go out there and do that. Oh shit! That's yeah. Like yeah. I know, like people be because I've seen it on YouTube videos. Like this YouTuber I watch, he did like a thirty thousand uh, foot dive, which is like you know, professionals do that. You know what yes. I mean? Ooh, and gosh. like Red Bull, like Red Bull people be on that kind of energy, and like it is just crazy. Like watching that, like this dude, I think he was going like a couple hundred miles an hour going down like do you go that fast when you go down or like you don't really you go you go 100 it's like 120 miles per hour Woo! fuck that like dude. yes <laughs> what the? and like they'll let you if you want to pull the shoot they'll let you pull it or they'll pull it for you they'll be like you want to pull they'll let you um work the thing so that like you can move in the sky like pull, oh. it's like these two levees that are on the side have you gone like uh what's the what is it when people like hand gliding is that it when like people are like they do it's wicked popular in florida like people i've never done that but i went parasailing <laughs> parasailing what's one's that um the one where you're in the like you're in the water yeah and the boat takes off and there's the big um parachute above you and you're stuck in it's like you're sitting oh right right in right. the air yeah Okay. It's being like Miami and like when you go to like Mexico and stuff like that. Right, yeah, it's like popular down there for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you too, what are the three top like clubs in Chicago? Like if you had to if you had to make like your top three, like yeah, these are the best like these are the most popular like venues to go to to just like have a fun night, like where would you pick? Now, the most top 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 I love play. Play on the north side on Division, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Play, I love play. That's probably my number one right now because the promoters there really be bringing the vibe. Omar G events be bringing the vibes. Like, I can go there on any day that they're open and I know I'm going to have a good time. Bevy, if you know that Bevy on Sunday nights, where are you at? <laughs> like... Bevy is the turn up. You want the hip hop spot. You want to hear all the raw DJs. You gotta, you gotta go to Bevy. You gotta go to Bevy. I love Joy District. That one is super big. I can go there like three nights in a row and have a good time. Like, I've it's never, it's, I've never been there on a dry night. Like, I don't even know if they have them. But I definitely love. Bevy. I think those are like my top three places right now. Some of the other clubs, they be their security and their door staff are do too much sometimes. These I've never had bad experiences at these three clubs. Isn't there a club uh-huh. that's on in some like hot water here right now for like they had security and uh like like popping people's drinks essentially? Um, yeah, like yeah, I'm trying to think of what club that that is. I just they they literally were they said that they were drugging girls. Number I'm nine. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. that's in prison. Yeah, that's in prison. Yeah. So it, yeah, yeah, that's just just like and that's like a club inside of a club. So it's like you don't want to put the the blame on prison per se, 
it's really like that. That's it's really hard. I, I feel like I, I kind of feel bad for prison because it's hard for them to not take the the blows for that because it's a club inside of their club. Yeah, like that's tough. that's a whole different. Do you do with a whole different uh, level of security? Yeah, for that club, it's new staff. It's new rules. I don't. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But like it, yeah, it's it's weird. Like I don't know why it's set up like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I don't. I have one more question for you. Um. What are some you know what's coming up next for you? Like, what are some things on the docket that you're gonna be working on? I'm of course working on this new music. I got some new videos that are gonna be coming out. Uh, me and my friends have also <laughs> been working on on a mini IGTV series. <laughs> We're gonna call it Big Bank in the Bolts. So. You're in, like you're really gonna see the real me. I feel like my my PR was like she never smiled on your photos on Instagram. She was like people probably don't even know you have such a great personality. I said y'all wanted me to be cute for the photo though. So what are you talking about? Okay. I was like so I need to I need to really show my fans the real me and everything. So I'm like I want them to come behind the scenes. Like how you asking me these questions? I want to give them a firsthand look. So they can see what's really going on. I have a show coming up in DC next month. I um going to Fashion Week. This will be my first time going to Fashion Week. I'm super excited. I got some I got some some stuff coming up. I can't reveal it all right now because we don't ruin the surprise. But just know, be on the lookout. Cause outside is open. So I'm gonna be outside. Just wait for it. That. and tell tell people where they can like stream your music and follow you on social media and all that you can follow me on all socials at Baja Banks that's B-A-H-A B-A-N-K-S I'm also on all music platforms at Baja Banks that's B-A-H-A B-A-N-K dollar sign because you know we getting money over here and I'm on all the streaming platforms. I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube Music, Tidal. I'm even on Amazon Music. Like, anywhere you're looking for me, you're going to find me. SoundCloud. I'm on SoundCloud. I make them upload my music everywhere. I know a lot of people stopped uploading to SoundCloud when, like, all these bigger platforms came out. But for everybody that doesn't have those platforms, you got to pay for it. And I still want you to hear my music. So I upload all my music to SoundCloud also. Go listen to her music. Go follow her. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I think people are definitely going to get a, uh, get to see your personality here. So thank you for your time today. Um, and this was another episode of the Culture Captures Spotlight Podcast. Tune in next week for a new episode.